Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion. Championship team. This Ace Cast download is brought to you by Link Soul. Go to linksoul.com and by Nest Bedding. Love where you sleep. Go to nestbedding.com. Rise and shine, A's fans. It's time to greet the day with extra base hit. From late nights at the Coliseum. Hits a right field and shallow. A trio of A's kept going out. Makes an unbelievable circus catch. A leaping, diving play by Tony Kemp. To early mornings with a fresh cup of Joe. Say, we've got time for a coffee before you go. That'd be nice. Splendid. Extra base hit will make your day green and gold. Swung on a fly ball. Well hit right center, but playable. Laureano near the track. Edge of the track. Makes the catch. And the Athletics get a great opening night win. Here's Jessica Kleinschmidt. Welcome back to Extra Base Hit. Jess Kleinschmidt here with a new co-host today, the commander himself, Cody Elias. Cody, welcome to the Thunderdome. How are you? I'm great, Jess. Thanks for uh, having me fill in for the great Ray Jensen, incomparable Ray Johnson. Ray Johnson. Ray Jensen. Uh, I know he's soaking up the sun on the Jersey Shore, so while he's meeting Snooky and uh, Polly D, I'll, I'll fill in and be Ray for the day. He, I sent him a slew of Jersey Shore gifs because I, I, I think in a past life I was Snooky, which, you know, I mean, literally, I was obsessed with her. The big hair, the tan, just the shortness, the thirsty Thursday nights, the leopard print. That was Jess not too many years ago. And he said that there's actually a Snooky shop at the Jersey Shore, and he took a photo of that for me. So... Yes. Good luck filling the shoes of Ray Jensen. But we have a lot to go over despite it being the all-star break. I feel like I was just as busy compared to any other time. There's always so much content during the all-star break. So we're going to go over everything that took place there. And you were actually at the all-star break or the all-star festivities that took place in Seattle. I was not, but we'll go over what we did over the break. And I always watch the home run derby, so we'll go over that as well. Brent Rooker had himself a game. He stayed hot toward the end of the first half, and I'm excited because he's going to be carrying that into the second half. The draft took place. Cody's a big draft geek. We're going to go over that. Possibly some new draft picks being called up to join the A's in the beginning of the first half. So we have a lot to go over. So let's get started. But first, make sure you're following A's cast on Twitter at AthleticsCast24 and youtube.com slash athletics all the videos under the a's cast live playlist and athletics.com slash a's cast so the guys return to the coliseum for a 10 game home stand cody you're gonna be so sick of me by the end of this they're gonna start things off facing the minnesota twins on friday which is also african-american heritage night presented by Chevron and the Treehouse Happy Hour. The A's are proud to recognize and celebrate African-American heritage at the ballpark on Friday, July 14th. Every ticket sold through this special event link is 15% off and partial proceeds will benefit 100 Black men of the Bay Area. Their focus is to serve as role models and mentors for our youth, to provide scholarship assistance for our youth, to promote economic development in our community, and to promote health and wellness and nonviolence. Gate, the gate giveaway with the special ticket purchase will be early arriving fans who can snag a pair of commemorative African-American Heritage Night socks presented by Chevron. Do you like the sock giveaways that we're doing this year, Cody? I do. Uh, I think they're they're cool. I remember last year we did the the hats, and the hats were cool last year too. 
So I think it's a cool giveaway. Just remember to to get there early so you grab them and you have to have the special event ticket. But I think that's a a great promotion that we're doing this year and celebrating all the different Heritage Nights. But, yeah, I'm a big fan of the Sox. Uh, I have the ones we gave away early this year. I forget which which, uh, night it was. Asian Heritage Heritage Pacific Islander and Asian Heritage. Yeah, those socks were awesome. Um, Usually those socks don't go up because my caps are too big. But those ones uh-huh. like literally pulled up to my kneecap, which is great. So they actually stay on. So I love the, the make of these socks this year. Me too. I um, had a, my family, of course, is Filipino. So they were harassing me to give them all the socks. And just like you said, you can grab your special tickets at athletics.com slash special events. Also, I have not been out to uh, to the treehouse for happy hour. I'm really bummed about it. I know y'all like to hang out there, come out to the ballpark at 4.30 p.m. before each Friday night home game for drink specials, games, live music, and amazing views at the treehouse. Grab $10 tickets by using the coupon code HAPPY at checkout. Go to athletics.com slash tickets. So, Cody, you went to Seattle to embrace All-Star Week. What did you do and how was it? So I went up there with a couple of my friends. We went on a guy's trip, which I won't bore everyone with the details, but my friends were like, let's go on a guy's trip. And I said, well, we all agreed to go to Seattle. And I was like, okay, great. I can go during the All-Star break. And then I looked and I was like, oh, the All-Star game's in Seattle. Uh, just what I wanted to do, I wanted to get away from baseball for a few days. And what did we do? We went and watched baseball the whole time we were there. So we went to the Futures game, um, which was awesome. So I got to see Tyler Soderstrom and Lawrence Butler play. Um, every, a lot of people know my Pirates fandom. We're growing up as a Pirates fan, so I got to see a couple of the Pirates guys. And obviously, I got to see Carson Wisenhunt of the Giants as well. So a lot of local ties, a lot of fandom ties there with my friends and myself. Uh, the the um, fan experience they did at Lumen Field where the Seahawks play was awesome, like getting to see Lumen Field, which was great, where the draft was set up. Uh, that was a cool experience. I didn't do any of the autographs. I, I'm, I'm kind of too old, and I'm not I'm, I'm not a fanboy to get an autograph. I did see Raleigh walking through the fans, and no one really noticed oh, them. Fun. I mean, I noticed them because I, I know Raleigh. I mean, the mustache sticks out, but I just noticed him from Raleigh, just the, the stature of Raleigh. Um, didn't do the celebrity softball game. I bounced before. We all bounced before that. There was some partying we wanted to do in Seattle that night. Uh, but we went to the Home Run Derby, and the Home mm-hmm. Run Derby was awesome. Uh, I went to it last year with my wife and father-in-law at Dodger Stadium, mm-hmm. and it was a great time. Uh, at Seattle, at T-Mobile, it was, it was even better. Um, just seeing a lot of the young, you know, the young guys in the game, like Luis Robert, uh, Randy Arozarena, who put on a show, Adley Rutschman hitting home runs left-handed and right-handed, and then you know, ultimately Vladdy Vladdy Jr. finally wins the home run derby. He had more home runs in the final round than his dad hit in the entire uh, home run derby when he won it back in 07. So great atmosphere. Seattle did a great job hosting the home run derby. Um, I finally got an Ichiro shirt. It's my favorite player of all time. Uh, I saw the jersey that I wanted, but I didn't know if I could spend the kind of money to buy a Seattle Mariners Ichiro jersey that I'm never going to wear. So I bought an Ichiro jersey that added to my collection in my closet. So it was a great time uh, getting up to Seattle. I don't think I'm going to Texas next year for the All-Star Game. I've been to that stadium already. Um, but we'll see. If, if my friends decide they want to go and they want to buy the Home Run Derby tickets again, I'll do it. But I don't think we're going to end up doing it next year. I'm a Home Run Derby geek. I just remember watching it from the early years. I feel like that's the most important part of not just All-Star Week, but it really highlights the players, and I feel like that's really important. Of course, the Ioannis Cespedes home run derby is one of my all-time favorite memories. Um, And you mentioned Vlad Guerrero Jr. He, of course, won. But my favorite moment was Julio Rodriguez in that first round, the first round. Um, Those 41 home runs was the most home runs in a single round in derby history. And I think since Vlad Jr., he had – 40 in 2009, I believe, in one of those rounds. But the thing that I've noticed, Cody, is people just, you know, they say chicks dig the long ball, whatever, it's fine. I think people forget how much stamina is involved. These guys get so tired, and it's and it's not just, you know, they're getting thrown batting practice. It's not like they're getting these things, you know, blown by them at 95, 100 miles an hour. But think about the pressure that goes on to the guy throwing BP to the batter. That's a lot. Yeah, no, I agree. And it's funny because uh, the the manager of the Blue Jays was actually, uh, John Schneider was actually the one throwing the pitches to Vlad Jr., uh, which was cool. But you saw with Julio, when he hit all the home runs in the first round, he kind of tired himself out, which, I mean, mm-hmm. you're going to do that when you're hitting 41 home runs and putting on a show for the 
home run crowd or home uh, hometown crowd. It was awesome. That was a great time to see that. And I really enjoyed Adley Rushman's experience as a switch hitter, hitting left and right-handed, being a kid from you know the yeah. Oregon area. Um, but you know, the the funniest thing of the whole thing was Mookie Betts doing it. We all knew Mookie wasn't going to win. Um, I was surprised to see him not as many home runs as he did. But he didn't call timeout through the entire three minutes. He went through the entire three minutes and bonus time without calling a timeout. I don't know if he just didn't care or if he forgot. Because uh, my friends and I were like, wait, why is he not calling a timeout here? He just kept going. That he's yeah. powered through it. But, yeah, it was – the Homer Derby, I, to me, I'm with you. I think it's the better event than the All-Star game. The All-Star game's fine. I've done it before. But I prefer the Homer Derby. It's much more excitement. And I know people are complaining that the Homer Derby needs to change because of when one ball goes out, you know, you're watching a ball go out, and he's already hitting another one. And, like, I get that. But, like, that's the part of being there. You have to watch every ball go out. And, you know, it's, it's difficult. But I enjoy the way they do it now. The outs were cool when, you know, you got 10 outs and we got to watch the guys like McGuire and Sosa and Griffey play in the home run derby. But I like the way they do it now. Yeah, no, I'm right there with you. And I think it's also just wholesome, too. You have the kids walking around and you have families on the field. Then you have Bo Bichette with the mic talking to the guy just walking up. It's so much more of a laid-back atmosphere. And who was it? Was it Robert who had – the backwards hat. I think Mookie did it too. The backwards hat in front of Ken Griffey Jr., who of course is one of the mainstays of not just the All-Star break, but in Seattle. And you know, Edgar Martinez was there. And I feel like Seattle is such an underappreciated city. And this got to highlight the town as well, or the city as well. It's one of my favorite cities in the whole wide world. And I'm glad that people got a taste of it. Um, the weather was gorgeous. All of it was really good. So I'm excited about that. Happened for the Home Run Derby. Coming up next, we'll talk more about All-Star Week. This is Extra Base Hit. Thanks to the Xfinity 10G network, my little brother's friends won't leave our house. When I was their age, internet with basically no interruptions was a pipe dream. You sound like my grandpa. Now through September 21st, new customers can get 1.2 gig internet plus unlimited data for just $25 a month for two years with no annual contract. When you add Xfinity Mobile, go online, call 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today. Requires paperless billing and auto pay with stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Taxes and fees extra. Xfinity Mobile requires Xfinity internet. After promo, regular supply to internet service and Wi-Fi equipment. Actual speeds vary. Calling all kids. It's Kids Cheer Free all summer long. Bring your kids ages 14 and under to the ballpark on Sunday home games for free. After cheering on your green and gold, race around the bases with Stomper on the same field that your favorite ace players do. Get your tickets now at athletics.com slash kidsfree. That's athletics.com slash kidsfree. Summertime is golf time in the Bay Area, and that means it's time to enjoy the beautiful vistas, 27 holes of championship golf, and all the amenities that Cinnabar Hills Golf Club has to offer. Cinnabar Hills gives you a variety on the course and in their amazing grill. They're ready to give you an incredible experience for any family, business, or social gathering. Nestled in the quiet hills of San Jose, summertime fun awaits you at Cinnabar Hills Golf Club. Learn more at CinnabarHills.com. That's CinnabarHills.com. If you're looking for a great place to eat and watch games, go see our friends at the Chicken Pie Shop of Walnut Creek. The Chicken Pie Shop is one of the hottest restaurants in Walnut Creek. You're not going to find a better menu and come try their world-famous chicken pie that has been served in Southern California for 86 years. Spacious indoor and outdoor dining, perfect for your next private party or corporate event. Don't forget free parking. For more information, go to chickenpieshopwc.com. That's chickenpieshopwc.com. They got any uh, just coffee? Now back to Extra Base Hit on A's Cast. Here's Jessica Kleinschmidt. Welcome back to Extra Base Hit. Okay, so all-star time. But before we get into the actual game where our dude shine, we were talking about seeing some of these Seattle legends. And we don't, first of all, don't give Martinez enough credit because let's put the DH on the map. And I appreciate that. King Felix was there, but you mentioned we, there were no signs of Ichiro. Yeah, from what I saw, and remember, like I said in, in the last segment, I'm a huge Ichiro fan. He's my favorite player of all time. I don't remember seeing him. Now, I wasn't at the All-Star game, so I don't know if he was there on Tuesday for the game, but at the Home Run Derby and the Futures game, I don't remember seeing him. Uh, but for the Futures game, it was cool. Like, they had former Mariners as, like, the coaches. So Harold Reynolds managed one team, and, and Raul Abanez managed the other. Jay Buhner was there, Dan Wilson, Felix Hernandez, 
Joel Pinheiro, Brett Boone was there. Like all these guys that were either on the Mariners in the in the 90s or the guys that were on the 01 team that won 116 games, they were all there. I would have loved to see Nitro, and that would have been a fan. I, I don't fanboy, but to see Nitro again in person would have been great. Uh, but, yeah, he yeah. was the only guy I really didn't see, but they did a great job hosting all the former legends, and seeing Griffey there was awesome. I guess the other guy you can say is A-Rod, but I don't know if Manor fans like A-Rod, so – uh, we'll leave we'll leave him off, but yeah, I think Ichiro's. I didn't see him personally, but he might have been there and just did small things. But uh, they did a really nice job with all the the former Mariner legends being there. Um, and it's funny that you mentioned it with Harold Reynolds. Of course, he was one of the futures managers, and I love. I, I think he's. I think he's underappreciated, and he gets a you know a lot of crap for his analysis, but I think he's funny. But he got to pull, obviously, when you're a manager and you're on a pitch limit, you're going to pull a lot of pitchers during that game. And it's the perfect time to use that as an excuse. You know, it's like, hey, man, like, sorry, you're on a pitch count. You have Mickey Ab- Abel, who is, you know, the, one of the Phillies' top prospects. And that was really cool, too, to watch them really embrace the game and have them introduced to these younger guys. Obviously, we're going to talk about Soderstrom later on. And not only that, but give them a a taste of what an actual major league game is, not just from the competitive aspect, which was a great game, but they're doing in-game interviews and to give them like an actual taste of what they have coming up, which I think is really cool. Um, So back to Brent Rooker, he of course was the A's all-star selection. And right before I I I joined this all-star game watch party, so people were curious about Brent Rooker, but right before that, he had a ground rule double, and I think that took the AL to get them give them the lead. But I think it's we're seeing him not only heat up, but he was embracing it. You know, he walked the red carpet with his gorgeous wife and his child, and people were you know having them on his shows and getting to know this Brent Rooker. And I think he really embraced it. I think it was really cool for the world to be introduced to this guy who a lot of former teammates say. Yeah, he's good. We knew he was good, but he needed the opportunities. And for people to understand why he was the all-star, the A's all-star was really great to see. It seems like the the organization does a really good job of getting, finding the, you know, um, king and on talent like Brent Roker, who was DFA'd by the Royals, in, you know, last offseason and the A's brought him in and he had a hot start to the year, kind of faded, then got hot again for the all-star break, which is great to see. Then he hits the ground roll double in the game. Uh, because the last couple of years, remember, Liam Hendricks was DFA'd. And if, by the way, if no one saw his speech last night at the ESPYs, please watch it. Uh, it was a great speech by Liam. He got the Jimmy V Award. He was DFA'd, became an all-star. Uh, Paul Blackburn, DFA'd, became an all-star. Brent Rooker, DFA'd, became an all-star. So the A's have now three of the last, what, four or five all-star games have had guys that were DFA'd in there as an all-star. That's, that's a huge kudos to the front office and player development for getting these guys and the coaching staff getting these guys into the all-star game. But I was very happy for Brent. I know a lot of people are getting on him. I know I have on post game when we, you and I do post game with Townie. Uh, but it was great to see him in the All Star game. He ate up the experience, which is great to see. And the world got to see Brent Rooker, the player, because let's face it, not a lot of people are watching A's games on the East Coast, as they mm-hmm. usually don't. But it was great to see him get the exposure that he did and live up to the moment because you could tell it wasn't too big for him. And it was great to see that. Yeah. And it was another time to remind people like he was voted in. You know, the, the players voted him in right behind Shohei Otani. It's one of my favorite storylines that I've heard of all all-star games I've covered or all-star guys I've covered was the fact that during Brent Rooker's hot months, he hit a home run off of Shohei Otani. And there's a photo of him doing so. I wonder if he actually got that sign. It's going to be my first questions because he said, I'm going to humbly approach Shohei and ask him to sign this photo of me hitting a home run off of him. I would it, do it. Yeah, if if Otani signed that, that just shows you the kind of character that Otani is and he he understands he understands the moment and all that. Um and for someone for like Brent Rooker, man Otani's special and everything he's able to do and you know to hit a home run off of him for how great of a season he's having. He might break Aaron Judge's AL record for home runs <laughs> this year after Judge has said it last year. How many home runs does he have right now? 30, I want to say 31 maybe at the break. Although the Angels are kind of fading like really fast. Uh, they, yeah. they were in the playoff, they were in playoff position. He has 32 home runs right now. So a judge wow. hit 30, hit, judge hit 62 last year. So he's 30 away from tying, 31 away from breaking it. I think he might be able to pull this off if he stays healthy and, and he, the Angels kind of stay in it. 
Yeah, it's a really interesting situation. Of course, now that the season's halfway over, the Otani sweepstakes is heating up. My favorite thing when I hear about Otani, Cody, is so-and-so's interested in Otani. Yankees are going to make a run for Otani. We know the Dodgers are a, a team that hasn't spent money in the last two seasons to acquire, hopefully, Shohei Otani. And it's kind of like, well, duh, who wouldn't want Shohei Otani? Yeah, I, I, I don't think he's going to go to the to the Yankees or the Mets. I don't think he wants to go to the East Coast because Boston could be a team too. I think the West Coast is the option. I think the Dodgers are obviously the easiest answer because they can give them the money because they didn't go out and get get anyone big in this last off season. They kind of they kind of kept it low key. Like they brought in like Syndergaard and, and guys like that. Like they kept small smaller deals. I really think Seattle can make a play for him. Now the only thing with Seattle is I think he might respect Ichiro too much, and that's mm-hmm. Ichiro built that legacy there, and I don't think he wants to overshadow that. But who knows? Maybe he goes there and he does a great job. But I think the Dodgers are the easiest option. And it's going to be fascinating to see if the Angels actually try to trade him and they change their mind and want to trade him for the deadline because they can get a lot of young players back. But do you want to be known as the owner and the GM and Artie Moreno and Perry Manassian as the guy that traded Shohei Otani? So interesting question. We got less than a month away from the uh, trade deadline to see what the Angels do. But like I said, they're fading fast in the standings. And hopefully, you know, we'll see if Otani stays. But I don't think they will. I don't think it would be something like Juan Soto last year because Soto could be moved again. Who knows? Because yeah. he's a free agent. But I think Otani stays and he signs somewhere in the offseason. I will say, you know who Perry's a big fanboy over? Um, David Forst. He is a big David Forst fan. Well, Perry he said, you, I heard him once talk on MLB Network about, I think David Forst is one of the best GMs in all of the game or front office guys. Because I don't know if David Forst was the GM quite yet. But – I talked to Perry about it. I said, Perry, I just wanted to say I love the things you said about David Forrest. Forrest, I'm not sucking up to you. I think you do a great job, but I'm just saying. Um, and, and he's like, oh, yeah, I'm a big fan of what he does. But on that same note, you're talking about Artem Moreno. I He spoke to Tom Verducci. I aggregated off of the interview for the comeback. And Moreno said... We had five real offers for Otani, which to me means obviously people are curious about it. But he said, how do you replace him? You don't. But Moreno said, I will say it on the record. We will not trade Otani while we are contending for a playoff spot. I believe there are 500 right now. But his thing was, it's, would you empty out your farm system for him? Because my it makes me think of like, does this team even exist? The perfect team for Otani? That perfect team doesn't exist, Cody. It's like the Toon Squad vibes. Because it's one of 30 teams that has to acquire him, right? It's not this mythical team to acquire this mythical unicorn creature. But you would either empty out your farm system and who said, or would you trade three big league guys for him? This was kind of a casual type of conversation but that's what you would have to get rid of to obtain Shohei Otani which is crazy to me yeah I agree and the funny thing that would be and I don't think this would happen but like say say a team like okay, the Dodgers have a deep farm system the Giants have a deep so say the Giants hypothetically want to make a run at him and they want to offer up Kyle Harrison and Marco Luciano and a couple other guys Wizard Hunt and I don't know who Casey Smith's off limits, by yeah. the way. Patrick Thank Bailey. You. I don't know. Say you want Patrick Bailey or Joey Bart. Yeah. I don't know. There's four guys right there. The Angels have two top prospects that are catchers already as it is. But those are the four guys. Otani goes to the Giants, and the Giants don't wow him when he's here. Who knows? I mean, it didn't, didn't work with Carlos Beltran all those years ago, and they traded Zach Wheeler for him. What if Otani went back to the Angels after they acquired all those guys, and he's like, well, you got all these prospects for me. Now I'm going to say we have all this young talent. That'd be funny if that happened. I don't think it will. Um, I think he might do a, a real free agency tour where he goes and visits his teams like the Angel or like the Mariners, like the Dodgers. I think he'll go visit the Mets and the Yankees for sure. Um, I don't think St. Louis will be a team, but maybe uh, maybe the Cubs. I don't know. Maybe mm-hmm. the Cubs want to spend money, but I still think the West Coast is the place for him. But, yeah. You know, if you want to want to make a run out of Otani and you want to have these meetings with him, you have to pull out of the stops, right? So if you're Seattle, are you bringing Ichiro to that conversation? I mean, like, hey, this guy can tell you how great it is in Seattle. Do you bring, I mean, Ed Martinez, would you bring him? Would you bring just an amazing display of just take him to the marketplace? You know, like how, like, how would you pull out all the stops for Otani? You, there are no, like, cut off. You'd go crazy. You do all the things. Yeah, I agree. I think having Ichiro there is a huge thing. Um, 
I think having all the every every Mariner legend would be great, but just selling him on Seattle, and I think he liked Seattle, and he had the fans chanting "Come to Seattle" during the All Star game, which was which was awesome to see for fans who want you know Otani to be there. Um, I like I said, I don't know this. I'm just you know I'm just throwing it out there. I don't maybe he has too much respect for Ichiro to go to Seattle, but if you wanna you wanna continue a legacy built by a great Japanese player in Ichiro, that's the place to go, and that's a young very young team in Seattle that could you know use someone like Otani, but. How long, the question is, how long can you get him doing both pitching and hitting? Because I don't know, no one knows how long he can sustain this, uh, sustain this run that he's doing. Because it's it's un, it's unbelievable. I don't think we'll ever see something like this again. But um, well, do you think toward the end of his career, like he would concentrate on pitching? And I would think he would ultimately retire just DHing, right? That feels like yeah. I feel like he'll, I, I feel like he'll end up just being a hitter eventually. Um, yeah, because I think there's more. I don't know, I feel like there's more value in him getting as a hitter, um, depending on what team he goes to. Because the Dodge, I'm, hypothetically, Dodgers have a great farm system. They have a lot of young pitchers coming up on top of Bobby Miller, who's already here. Uh, so maybe they go, maybe down the road, he goes, I don't want, I don't need to be a pitcher. I just need to be the DH. And and he starts hitting 30 home, he's hitting 30 home runs a year still at age 34, 35, 36. That'd be great. Uh, but it's going to be fascinating this off. It's going to be the number one thing we talk about all offseason where Otani's going to go. Uh, yeah. Sorry, Juan Soto. It's gonna be it's gonna be Otani for the duration until he signs. Give us that drama of free agency. And I don't and like Otani is not the type of guy to be like I want every like I want the drama. Well, look at Mike Trout. Mike Trout didn't want to enter free agency. He's like f that. I don't want to deal with it. So he just and he's that's not his thing, right? He's like I just want to like chill. I want to do my thing. But Otani, the sweep seat. You have to know how much you're worth. You have to go out there and figure out what. The, what everybody's going to bid on you. And you're right. It's going to be a fun storyline. It's going to be fun to pay attention to. But at the end of the day, there's going to be, it's one of 30 teams that he can go to, which it still just blows my mind. We have much more coming up. This is Extra Base Hit. Calling all kids. It's Kids Cheer Free all summer long. Bring your kids ages 14 and under to the ballpark on Sunday home games for free. After cheering on your green and gold, race around the bases with Stomper on the same field that your favorite ace players do. Get your tickets now at athletics.com slash kids free. That's athletics.com slash kids free. It's summertime, and I can guarantee you, you probably need to redo your wardrobe. You, you want to look good, and you want to feel comfortable. This is Chris Townsend, and you got to go check out my friends at Link Soul. They've got all the finest fabrics. You're going to love the shirts, the polos, the shorts, you name it. Redo your look for summertime. Go to LinkSoul.com right now, and you can get an offer for 20% off. Remember, in the big leagues, to play good, you got to look good. Summertime is golf time in the Bay Area, and that means it's time to enjoy the beautiful vistas, 27 holes of championship golf, and all the amenities that Cinnabar Hills Golf Club has to offer. Cinnabar Hills gives you a variety on the course and in their amazing grill. They're ready to give you an incredible experience for any family, business, or social gathering. Nestled in the quiet hills of San Jose, summertime fun awaits you at Cinnabar Hills Golf Club. Learn more at CinnabarHills.com. That's CinnabarHills.com. Looking to stay up to date on all things A's? Head over to athletics.com slash A'scast. That's athletics.com slash A'scast to listen to A's baseball in full 24-7 coverage of the A's. Only on A'scast. With a single click, you can stream great shows, live, pre- and post-game coverage, and of course, all the great action of the A's this season. Head to athletics.com slash A'scast today. Back from our coffee break. Oh my God, that is the best coffee I've ever tasted. It's time for more extra base hit on A's Cast. Here's Jessica Kleinschmidt. Welcome back to Extra Base Hit. Jess Kleinschmidt here with my new co host for now, Cody Elias. Saturday, Avengers Assemble. Get your superhero squad together and join forces when the A's take on the Minnesota Twins on Saturday, July 15th. Fans of all ages can enjoy Marvel Superhero Day at the ballpark with fun photo opportunities, character appearances from Spider-Man and Captain Marvel, and more. Get there early and grab your very own Captain Marvel bobblehead presented by Extra Mile at the gate giveaway and early arriving fans presented by Extra Mile. And every Sunday this summer, kids 
cheer. Free Ace fans ages 14 and younger are invited to the ballpark on Sunday home games for free. Root for your green and gold and stay after to race around the bases on the same field as your favorite Ace players. Head to athletics.com slash kids free for more information. So let's talk about some new names, Cody. Maybe not new names for us, but reportedly infielder Zach Geloff and I guess we can call him the catcher, kind of call him the first baseman for now. Tyler Soderstrom reportedly will be called up before the second half of the season. Highly anticipated guys. And, you know, David Forrest did say we might have to wait a little bit longer than anticipated. He said maybe August, but we're already in, we're in July and this is happening. I don't know how you're feeling about all of this. It's about damn time, as Lizzo says, but I'm really looking forward to it. That's the whole thing. It's well, why not? We talked about this. We got to give these young guys an opportunity. It's the future of Oakland. It's the new Oakland, as I'm quoting somebody else who said that because I did not get that quote, but talk to me about Geloff. What are we looking forward to? That was Lawrence Butler that said new Oakland. Lawrence uh, Butler, yes. uh, That was proud of the futures game. Uh, one of the half of it, Tyler Soderstrom also went up at Geloff. Very excited about him, second baseman, having a very good year in AAA. Um, it's weird. He's not ranked in the top 100 when I looked. I did the research on Baseball America or MLB.com, but he's in 304 in Vegas, 12 home runs, 44 RBIs. I think he has 20 steals, which is great. That'll go right in with SC Ruiz, his guys that like steal bases. He has a 929 OPS, and he's played 69 games huh, at second base and one at DH. Sorry, I had to add that in there because we're childish. Mm-hmm. Um, so – I like, I'm glad to see that him and Soderstrom are coming up because these are guys that you're looking at the future. When we looked at guys came up before, it was Olsen and Chapman came together. And then before, it was the big three came up all around the same time. So you're starting to build that new young core, and we know how bad it is. The team has 25 wins, but this brings excitement. Once people you know people want to watch these young guys like Soderstrom, like Yellow, like Ruiz, J.J. Blade, J.P. Sears, you know, eventually Lawrence Butler, Daryl Hernandez, who got promoted to AAA with a move of Geloff coming up. So – there's excitement in the organization, plus the draft just happened with Jacob Wilson and others. So there's a lot of excitement going on with the young guys in, in Oakland, finally, because you know what we've seen the first half with a lot of the, the veteran guys just wasn't getting it done. So you know they're still going to get their opportunities, but it's great to see Soderstrom, great to see Geloff come up here. Hopefully Geloff plays every game and starts at second base and can prove his value because he was a 300 hitter in AAA, and he's all, he's been a good hitter his entire time in New A's organization since he came out of Virginia, which his brother, I think, got drafted by the Dodgers. The Dodgers, um, and they I think they have a photo of them wearing, like, Dodger uniforms as kids, which is cute. Yeah, I mean, in, in, in college, he hit 316 in the, in the minor league system in three years in the A system. He hit 292. So, and he stole how many, how many bases? He stole 43 bases. So, I like what Gallop's able to do. I know the defense might not be there yet. But I'm I'm excited to see him here, and I know you want to talk about Soderstrom, but uh, yeah. these are the guys that the, the fans have been waiting to see. And Mason Miller is the guy that's number two on the top prospect list according to MLB.com. We've already seen how good he can be from the the small sample size. We're just hoping he gets back sooner than later. But uh, the the future is starting to come now, and it's great for hopefully a nice little second half for the A's because we we know how bad the first half was, but the excitement is definitely there. Definitely. Like we said, it's about opportunities and, you know, why not? What's the worst that can happen? We're going to lose more games, you know? And yeah, so Soderstrom's going to be with his BFF, Mr. Zach Geloff. Zach tweeted out a photo of those two together. If you guys haven't seen it, check it out. So I got to meet Soderstrom after he was drafted because the first rounder gets to come out and work out with the team and him on the field to meet the guys and have a workout. And he just blended in so well. And, you know, this guy has that big league father and in, in, in Steve Soderstrom, who was drafted by the Giants in 1993. And, and we talked to, to Forrest about this before. And we were talking about one of the draftees in Naylor just recently. And bloodlines are a thing. And it's not necessarily because of the bloodlines themselves, but who you are surrounded with. And Wilson, same thing, you know, who also was drafted. But uh, Soderstrom worked with ace pitcher Dalton Jeffrey. So the guy was just prepped for the bigs. If you just look at his body from the time he walked onto that A's field for the workout and there's a lot of protein that goes in that man's diet. I will say that he's grown so much and that's kind of what these scouts see. They see the potential and how big they're going to get and how strong they're going to get when they grow up into their bodies. 
And you know how those young catchers are, Cody, and these guys, they mature so quickly. And Kotze even said so himself, because what Mark Kotze did in the offseason, he wanted to go down to Arizona and meet these young guys. That's important for them. And Kotze said that last season, Soderstrom accelerated in growth. And like I said, I can confirm that. That guy does not skip leg day. And the power surge just continued to show during his time in AAA, 20 home runs and 61 hits. In 69 games. <laughs> and he's getting on base, which is also showing growth. It's showing the maturation process at the at the plate. And we talked to David Forst about this before. He wouldn't put anybody on a major league field he didn't think was truly ready. So they obviously saw something in him. And I'm I don't know how to say this without I don't want to sound negative. I don't want fans to expect these guys to get on the field and we save the day it saves the day everything is going to be okay because there's going to be a growing process for them they still have to figure out who they are as a player but I will say it's a lot of excitement happening and hopefully we can see not only the future of the A's but just the future of baseball overall and who's going to be at the core of that yeah, and we're already seeing it. We saw Cody Thomas get promoted from AAA, and he actually was leading AAA in all of, in all of, all of AAA and in, in runs batted in. Soderstrom's one of, the, one of the leaders in not just the PCL, but AAA overall in home runs. He's played 35 games at catcher, 24 at first, and 10 at D8. So the question is, where is he going to play? Because you have Langelier as a catcher. You have Ryan Noto, who's very good defensively at first, and he gets on base because he walks a lot. So it's going to be interesting to see where they find a bass for Soderstrom. You can't just have him DH the whole time because you want to get him some experience in the field. Maybe that's more days off for Langoliers at DH. And maybe down the road, one of these guys, I would say it would probably be Soderstrom learns how to play the outfield. Maybe left or right field. I think that would be something he could do because I've heard so many times he's such a great athlete. He plays shortstop in high school. So I think that that's he, him playing a different position other than first and catcher is something he can do. And – I, we talked about this before. What I don't want to say, like, he's going to learn the game all over again. But I'm a little nervous. If we want to put him in the outfield, what does that mean? Do we think Ruiz's injury is a little bit more intense than we anticipated? Because that that because here's the thing, guys. Take a step back. Two promotions means something happened on the squad. So I don't want to you know, put these things, well, Manny Pena, of course, struggled a little bit. He had that wrist injury and he was removed early and had Shea take over toward the end of the, of the season, that last game against Boston. So hopefully it's nothing crazy with that. Um, but if it is Manny Pena and Soderstrom's a catcher, like sometimes just things ebb and flow the way that they're supposed to ebb and flow. Well, you definitely got younger there. Manny Pena is 36 and Soderstrom's 21. So there's a 15-year difference there. So you know what blows my mind? And it's the fact that when Shea and Manny were on the Braves, Manny Pena was brought on the Braves because Shea Langoliers wasn't ready for the bigs yet as a Braves top prospect. And now Manny Pena and Shea Langoliers back up on the A's. That's like – that trips me out when it comes to baseball. It's a f- baseball full circle, as they say. It is a full circle. So I'm, it's just very exciting. I know a lot of fans on Twitter are excited. I know we're excited uh, to see this this finally happen. These are the two guys we wanted to see be here on top of Geloff and hopefully or on top of Mason Miller. And then we're going to hopefully see Freddie Tarnick down the road coming back from an injury as a starting pitcher. So hopefully we starting getting more of these young guys and eventually Lawrence Butler is the next one that everyone said. Because Bobby Crosby said on – uh, Ace Cast Live with with Townie that he thinks he can make the jump from Double A straight to the majors, which is high praise. Mm-hmm. Don't think it's going to happen. A's aren't n- notorious for calling guys up from Double A like the Angels have done three times this year. Uh, but I do think that Butler will be the next guy we're all going to be excited about to see here. But the excitement level is real with Soderstrom and Gallup, and I can't wait for it to start uh, during this homestand. Yeah, and, and you know, I'm just gonna. I think it's going to be exciting. Just to like, it's going to be fresh. And it'll like fans are excited, like we talked about. And we've done post game before. We have those calls coming in. Where's Soderstrom? Where's Geloff? Where are these guys? Now they're here. You know, we knew that the ETA was 2023, and we knew this was going to happen, and it's finally here. I honestly, I'm shocked it's this early. I thought it was going to be a little bit later, but you can't predict ball and you can't predict when these injuries will occur and what the front office wants to do. Cause you said it so yourself, and Townie has too. A lot, days are very conservative with some of these. It's weird, this, some of them, but sometimes it feels like 
not as conservative. Sometimes it feels definitely like the wheels are turning and stuff. Like, was it two years ago with Seth Brown? I feel he was in a car going back and forth between here and AAA constantly. And it just, there's always that one guy. I think this year it might be Nick Allen, maybe. Yeah, Nick Allen for sure. It's Nick Allen. Maybe Kevin Smith when he was healthy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So it's just, it's crazy. Uh, Grab your family and friends to celebrate Native American Heritage Night at the ballpark on Monday, July 17th. Such a long homestand, Cody. Every ticket sold through the special event link is 15% off and partial proceeds will benefit the Native American Health Center's mission to provide comprehensive services to improve the health and well-being of American Indians, Alaska Natives, and residents of the surrounding communities with respect to cultural and linguistics differences. Special tickets purchased through the link below will include an A's branded Native American heritage hat. Grab your special ticket at athletics.com slash special events. Coming up more on the upcoming homestand and we talk about country music, Cody Elias' favorite subject. This is Extra Base Hit. Ace fans need Friday night plans? Well, we got you covered. Get four tickets and parking for any Friday night game starting at just $49 with the Friday four-pack presented by Chevrolet. Save big and enjoy great matchups, post-game fireworks and drone shows, giveaways, and more this 2023 season. And he drills one to right way back and no doubt, and that quickly the A's have taken the lead second deck. Friday night tickets are available at athletics.com slash value. That's athletics.com slash value. If you're looking for a great place to eat and watch games, go see our friends at the Chicken Pie Shop of Walnut Creek. The Chicken Pie Shop is one of the hottest restaurants in Walnut Creek. You're not going to find a better menu and come try their world-famous chicken pie that has been served in Southern California for 86 years. Spacious indoor and outdoor dining, perfect for your next private party or corporate event. Don't forget free parking. For more information, go to chickenpieshopwc.com. That's chickenpieshopwc.com. It's summertime, and I can guarantee you, you probably need to redo your wardrobe. You want to look good, and you want to feel comfortable. This is Chris Townsend, and you got to go check out my friends at Link Soul. They've got all the finest fabrics. You're going to love the shirts, the polos, the shorts, you name it. Redo your look for summertime. Go to LinkSoul.com right now, and you can get an offer for 20% off. Remember, in the big leagues, to play good, you got to look good. Summertime is golf time in the Bay Area, and that means it's time to enjoy the beautiful vistas, 27 holes of championship golf, and all the amenities that Cinnabar Hills Golf Club has to offer. Cinnabar Hills gives you a variety on the course and in their amazing grill. They're ready to give you an incredible experience for any family, business, or social gathering. Nestled in the quiet hills of San Jose, summertime fun awaits you at Cinnabar Hills Golf Club. Learn more at CinnabarHills.com. That's CinnabarHills.com. You're listening to Extra Base Hit on A's Cast. Yes, it's coffee time. Coffee, 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 coffee. Here's Jessica Kleinschmidt. Welcome back to Extra Base Hit. We're going to talk about Cody Elias' favorite subject because we have a really exciting fireworks show ahead of us. This is my thing. I can't cuss on the show, but this is very much my ish, if you will. Country music fireworks show presented by UBO Business Services. Bring the whole family out to the ballpark to catch the A's take on the Houston Astros. After the game, head down to the field and sit on the outfield grass to enjoy the dazzling sky-high show featuring the best country hits. Grab your tickets at athletics.com slash tickets. This is the part of the show you've been waiting for, Cody. Who are your favorite country music artists? Can you name three? Uh, Tim McGraw, although I think he's an actor now, um, cause I think he's on, I watch Yellowstone, big Yellowstone guy, even though I don't okay. like country music. Uh, oh boy. Um, I should know this growing up at Western PA. Everyone loves country music there. Um, John Denver count. I know he's older. Oh my gosh. Come on. Hank, yes, Williams, of course he Hank Williams Jr. And Hank Williams. Is Garth Brooks, uh, friends in low places. That's a that's actually an amazing song. That is my high school graduating classes song that we sang at prom. If you all want to know where I'm from, I am from not just Reno, which is pretty redneck, but I'm from a small community in Reno, Nevada, in the North Valleys, where we would drive lifted trucks. We would go out to the the hills, but we called them the pits, 
And that's where we'd have bonfires and chill and just talk about life. We'd, we'd, ride, we'd ride quads to school. That was my thing. We were all, we loved camo. We loved like, it was baseball and country music and bonfires. That was my childhood. So the fact that we're having a country music fireworks show, I'm stoked. I think, you know, for me, my number one favorite country artist is Kit Moore. And I heard Hey Pretty Girl. I know you don't know who it is. But who? who? I, heard, I heard Hey Pretty Girl. And I was on a date with my boyfriend at the time. And it was just like the song that I fell in love with. But, you know, I mean, there's Eric Church. And it was actually an Eric Church concert. And Kit Moore opened up for me. You know Luke Combs, though? Luke Combs is doing a really good job. Um, L. King. We can never forget about L. King. Mitchell Tenpenny. Keith Urban. I love Keith Urban. I think I've seen Mitchell Tenpenny in concert because they do, they there do like go. they do like these. Uh, this there's a small venue here in San Jose where I live, uh, called uh, Club Rodeo, and my friends love country music, so I go with them for the drama uh, that happens there. There's always something that goes on amongst their friends group, so I go to watch the drama. I'm a, and I love to people watch. I, I appreciate listen- when the players use country music warm up and walk up songs. For instance, one season when we had Chris Bassett and JB Wendelkin, they had Hardy as their warm-up songs. Chris Bassett had Rednecker as his song, which is why I loved it. Last year when we acquired J.P. Sears, he's like, just put John Party on. But J.P. does have a lot of rap music. That's that's what he prefers. But he also, he's a little, he's told me he's a little redneck before too, so. I really like Cole, I really like Cole Irvin's walkout, walkout song. Uh, was it County Roads? I think it was called, oh, yes. That's, oh, there you go. That's, that's, I couldn't tell you who sings the song, but I know the name of the song. Yes, that's a good one, too. I heard that song all the Um, time. Yeah, no, but country music is my thing. And I know people don't love it, but that's okay. It's what I was raised on. It just makes me happy. It makes me just excited. And if you watch, like, a country music fireworks show, there's so much that goes. I mean, Shania Twain. Like, when I hear Shania Twain, Let's Go Girls, I want to, like, use my rhinestone boot to kick a door in. Okay, my oh. wife once saw Shania Twain at um, uh, Shoreline. Was it last month or two months ago? And she was like, "Hey, do you mind, you know, like picking us or picking us up?" And I'm like, "Absolutely." I'm going nowhere near Shoreline when yeah. Shania Twain's there. Yeah. Um, also, Dolly Parton, the absolute goat. I- I'm sorry that I can't tell you that I did a country music battle like Ray had the rap battle with his family uh, when, on, when the last time you guys did an episode when we had the hip hop fireworks where he told he told the story of how he did a rap battle with Eminem. Versus, yeah. I'm sorry, I don't have, I can't tell you, I picked up a guitar and just started playing something acoustically or country music, you know, there's always the five themes to me of what I hear in country songs, so that's why I use that, but yeah, sorry, I don't have a story like that to, to bring the entertainment to the fans on this one, I apologize, I'll do better, I promise to do better next time. It's okay, there's David Nail, Jimmy Wayne, that's kind of older, uh, Frankie Baller, Brett Young, he's got a beautiful voice, I'm looking at my... Um, my she's country playlist. I also have a playlist for my pretend wedding. Like I'm even putting that out in the app in like the universe to somebody to propose to me and like me. Little big me town. Back. Little big town. What'd you say? Little big town. I know okay. them. There. Okay. You're, you're doing great over there, Cody. <laughs> Thanks so much. Retro bobblehead giveaway. This is more your thing. And kids cheer free. The giveaway is a blast from the past. Get to the ballpark early before the A's take on the Houston Astros on Sunday, July 23rd, and leave with your very own retro bobblehead presented by Comerica Park. Grab your tickets at athletics.com slash tickets. What are some of your favorite bobbleheads, Cody? Uh, my favorite one is – I don't have it here to show you because it's actually at, at, on the desk at our studio, our remote road studio. I won't give our disclosed location, a.k.a. Tommy's Garage. Um is the I have the box here, but I don't have the bobblehead. It's the I have an autographed Ray Fossey bobblehead. Oh, uh, that's that's, that's that's my favorite one. Um, I have some other ones that are good. Like I have a lot of Ace ones. We have the we have the big three bobblehead. That one's really cool. Um, that's a good one. We have the Marcotte Mandalorian one, which of course that's going to appeal to me. But if you want to keep it Star Wars, I have the Shohei Otani. I have the Otani one Kenobi bobblehead they gave away at Angel Stadium last year. My Sister-in-law and father-in-law got me two of them. I don't know why I need two. I just need one. Uh, I have an hour. You talking Star Wars is equivalent to me talking country music. I respect it, but I don't do that. It's okay. Uh, I have an Albert Pujols 500th home run bobblehead that my wife's um, grandfather gave me. 
And I've known Ryan Bobblehead. I got at the Rangers ballpark last year, which I mean, who, oh, doesn't, I love that. who doesn't want to know on Ryan, Nolan Ryan Bobblehead. Other than that, um, I don't really have, I had a bunch of warrior ones that when I, mm-hmm. when I worked at the Warriors flagship, they gave us every time the Warriors had to get like Steph Curry surfboard, give or surfing bobblehead. Like it was, they were all cool. Then my car got broken into and they still, I, they were all stolen. Okay. So I lost all my warrior bobblehead. So unfortunately I can't show you a Clay Thompson or uh, Steph Curry bobblehead, but I used to have all of them, like Kevin Durant when KD was a warrior, but I, Ray Fossey is definitely my favorite. Uh, do you have a favorite bobblehead of yours? Most recently, the Johnny D bobble nose is probably. We need, we need favorite. one of those. Like I physically need one of those to be on the desk for our, for Ace Cast live. And we just need to have it in the booth, our Ace Cast booth at the Coliseum. Yeah, and the retro one looks sick. Also, I think the the nose one is in the press box on my side when I am ever in the press box when I'm not doing pre and post. But I did, the retro bobblehead's pretty dope. I will say, I remember Sean Doolittle had one with the Stockton ports. I don't think they spelled his name correctly, which makes <laughs> which is something I'm thinking about. But my biggest pet peeve is when they don't look like the guy or the girl or oh. the person. Yeah, I think I literally hate that. Like, just put some more. Like I showed you, I don't, I don't have a lot of bobbleheads, and if I do, it's a. I have a Taylor Trammell bobblehead that the who who sent me that Amarillo Sob Poodle sent to me once. But like, this is not. This is a plush figure of Mike Trout. This looks like Mike Trout. I hate when they don't look like them. I do want to be made into a bobblehead, but like I said, if it doesn't look like me, unless she looks like really pretty, but I'm just nervous about how. Like they will turn out if they do that because I don't. That trips me out. I think the worst bobble that I have, and I look behind like my staff. I have a bunch of the uh, the pop Funkos of I have all this. I have a bunch of Seinfeld character ones and Mandalorian. But behind it, I have like my Warrior bobbleheads, and there's a Jared Goff cowl bobblehead, and the Jared Goff bobblehead looks nothing like Jared Goff when he played a cowl, and his eyes are going different directions. So it's just it's a terribly made. Does not look like Jared Goff. I feel really bad for the cow bear quarterback and Marin Catholic graduate. Uh, for what they did to him on that bobblehead. It's it's disrespectful. Yes. Um, you are as good as what other perceive perceive you as, and that's what they display on a bobblehead. Imagine like being in marketing and you piss the person off who's making the bobblehead. Like that's gotta that's gotta be rough. It's like when they made the the Christian Ronaldo statue and it looked terrible. Oh yeah. <laughs> or Brandy was it Brandy Chastain? They yeah. did that too also. Whew. Now, hers was the hers was like for the the Bay Area Sports Hall of Fame, I believe, too. Yeah, yeah. Like she's beautiful and you made her look crazy. It was whatever. Um, okay, before we finish this off, we're gonna quickly go through the draft. Um, but I have to point this out because I, I just went to a random website to just put them all, you know, down all the picks down. Sports Kita says pick number six, Jacob Wilson. That's correct to the Oakland A's round one. Shortstop. Grand Union University. Did you see when Rob Manfred said Jacob Wilson went to Grand Union University? I, I did not see the – I actually, I did – I was we were watching it at a brewery on a phone because it was on yeah. Sunday. Um, as soon as I heard Jacob Wilson, I just it, – it was I was in excitement because, well, as a – growing up as a Pirates fan, his father was one of my favorite players, and I have his jersey. So I'm very excited to meet Jack Wilson. Yes. Uh, and Jacob. No, not, no shade thrown to Jacob, sure, sure. but I, if you become like your dad as a defender, the A's got a great pick there because Jack was a very solid hitter and a very good That's defender. Not, we'll talk about that later. I'm talking yeah. about the fact that, that this website didn't also do their work. Oh, yeah, that's, they that's... copied what Rob Manfred said. But um, we talked to Jacob Wilson a little bit later on um, over the phone. The guy really likes watching video, and I'm really I'm going to pick his brain about how what he's constantly looking at. And uh, he's he's solid. He's a really good defensive player. He's got an arm on him, just like you said. Hopefully it's as good as his dad, if not better. But I'm excited. They did not do this correctly. We got one of the Naylor. We got the third Naylor brother. So We did. Miles we did. Naylor. And yeah, so I mean, I remember Terry Francona made a joke like, I would love to have Naylor on, the sh- on my team because they have Bo and Josh on the Cleveland guardians right now. So to add a third in there and David Forrest said it, you know, bloodlines are legit. And this is more than just knowing they have the playing abilities, but knowing that they learn from these people and, you know, you're, you're surrounded by these individuals who are also in the game and they can help you with everything else. Um, 
going on. So I'm really excited to see Jacob Wilson. Of course, the first rounder always comes out and works out with the team. So we're looking forward to seeing him and learning from him. But, um, you know, overall, I think the A's did a good job. I, I know we joke, like, you can't have an A's draft unless you draft a catcher within the first few picks. So it was kind of, it was nice to see. And obviously pitching's important, um, but this is, I think it's, they did pretty good. We had to wait till like, what was it? Round, round nine for the, the catcher, the Cole. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so they had to wait a while. There's two guys to stick out to me. And this is selfish. Uh, the outfitter that the A's drafted in the seventh round from East Strasburg University Tom Reesinger, uh, hopefully I'm saying his name right, uh, the pride of East Strasburg, which is in the same conference that I went to school in Western Pennsylvania. And then Derek Tarpley Jr., who they drafted, is from Browns, Brownsville High School, which is about 50 minutes from where my high school was. So a lot of Western PA and PA ties in this draft for me. Got to talk to David Force about it. If you want to be talked about on this podcast, make sure you're from anywhere within a 50-mile radius of anywhere that Cody Elias was from. Uh, fair. I mean, I lo- I mean I'm a big uh, – Jacob Wilson fits in that because his dad was a pirate, so there you go. Of course. Um, of course. Not too. Um, I have to read this quote from you. We love uh, Simbilio as his assistant GM. He spoke to Martin Gallegos of MLB.com talking about the draft, and he said, the draft is Christmas Day for every organization. Hope springs eternal across the landscape of MLB and the culmination of frantic work canvassing every element of amateur baseball. Dreams are made on draft day and optimism prevails throughout our industry. That's fair. That's gorgeous. That sounds like Robert Frost. Um, He's a poet. Yeah, I, 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 after you said that, I'm like, Robert Frost, the, the poet. Okay, yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. That was beautifully said by Ace Assistant GM Billy Owens. We love us in So I, I, I tell you what, the draft was a success, I thought. Um, you know, you had to wait till – sorry, I was wrong. Round 12 for a catcher. Round 12 Dang, was the us, catcher. Look at us A's growing up. So don't forget there's another catcher in the minor league system, Kyle McCann, who's having a very good year as well in AAA. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Maybe he'll be up in the Daniel suit. We could have a whole infield of catchers. I know us and our interns were texting back and forth jokingly about how the whole they infield made would be catchers. That great graphic. Who <laughs> yeah. made that? Was that Marcus? I'd have to look to see which one made it, Marcus or Renee. The uh, as this person oversees the Ace Cast. You know what it's done. Yeah, it was. It was, I was very impressed that they were putting their time to good use uh, during the All Star break. We would not be anywhere without those guys. So I'm very appreciative of them. Well, Cody, I got to hand it to you. You did a pretty good job filling 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 in for Ray Jensen. Well, I'm I'm glad I, I'm I'm glad I was asked to be here. It's it's a it's a great experience to be be a part of another uh, great Ace Cast podcast. Uh, hopefully, you guys will have me back. But um, Ray does a nice job, um, and I'm hope you know hopefully he makes it back from Jersey the Jersey Shore, and hopefully he has a tan. And I, I hope what to see caps every- here, caps here. And actually, speaking of Italian heritage. They're um, Friday versus Houston Italian heritage night is coming up on Friday, July 22nd, celebrate the rich history and culture all evening long as the A's face off against the Houston Astros. Every ticket sold through the special event link will receive an A's branded Italian heritage hat. Partial proceeds will benefit local Italian nonprofits. Grab your special ticket at athletics.com slash special events. I love athletic or Italian heritage. Because I'm I'm a little Italian, so. Well, it's gonna be great. The whole the whole homestand is gonna be great. There's a lot of giveaways, a lot of good nights. It's a long one, but I I love it. I I love when the guys are in town. Um, it's always kind of awkward to like start the All Star break when they're on the road. Um, but you know, and I hope they all were rested. I hope they at least had one day where they don't think about baseball. They don't talk about baseball any of it because they deserve it. It was definitely a really tough first half. Uh, I talked to Vince Catronio on the post-game show leading out to the All-Star break. Sometimes you just got to get away. And even Mark Hotze said, he's like, I'll watch Brent Rooker's at bats, but for the rest of it, I'm just going to stay away. And that's okay. It's totally okay. Yeah, I would I would hope a lot of them took yesterday off because the day after the All-Star game, there's really nothing going on. Today they're probably traveling back to Oakland or maybe, yeah, probably traveling back to Oakland today. So hopefully – they got to have a little bit of time. I know Brett Rooker probably not because he was in the game and he was there for everything, but for everyone else, 
you know, hopefully they got some time to rest and recharge the batteries and uh, get in a better mental state and get ready for the second half because it's going to be exciting for sure, I and mean, I can't wait for it to start. Me too, and what way, what better way to start a 10-game homestand than with some of these new guys reportedly being promoted to the big league club. Well, Cody, thanks for stopping by. This was Extra Base Hit. Make sure you're following us on Twitter at AthleticsCast24. Are we going to get a Threads account, Cody? Uh, I've, I've had that discussion. Um, we're okay. waiting to see. Um, that might be something down the road. I, I've, I've I've signed up for threads. It's it's fine. So it's fine. That's literally that actually should be the slogan. Threads. It's fine. You also follow us on YouTube, youtube.com slash athletics. You can find all the videos under the A's Cast Live playlist and follow us. You can also listen to athletics.com slash A's Cast. Really easy to find us on iHeartRadio as well. Thank you guys for tuning in, and we'll see you at the ballpark. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.